last week was insane. Uh, Valentre was bored. You mm-hmm. guys got away, left your best bud behind, but but you got to take a nap. You got to wake up and feel a little bit more powerful. So that's <laughs> that's kind of cool, right? Right? Poor Valentre over there. Uh, something Aww. just before we started recording tonight, uh, Casey pointed out, um, Valentre in the library doesn't actually <laughs> feel tired. Uh, the natural magic in that area, natural magic, but the magic, permanent magic in that area completely sustains you so you don't get hungry, you don't get tired. You could spend the whole night reading. But I can't speak the language. Well, that's not good. I have to cast a spell to do that. (laughs) So that robot clinking and clanking all around, back and forth around looking for something. Uh, You can't read any of the magic uh, or any of the books in there. The runes are on the wall. So I guess maybe you fell out of sleep uh, out of boredom? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. Let's give you, before we really get into this, let's give you a uh, knowledge history check. And you can, what would you like to study? I think you picked up a book about Karzug, but. Yeah, I mean, I picked up the book about Karzug, and while we were on the break, I took a look at my notes of the last time I saw him mentioned. And I remember that Kana had a note about Karzug possessing Machmurian. So I want to know more info about Karzug. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so since you were able to use the library, you get to add 20 to this roll. And I rolled a 17 on the die, so I have a plus 10 as it is naturally. So that is a 47 total. 47! Well, you get some info, buddy. And there's probably a little bit more I can give you between the break when I go back and study, because it is a book (laughs) on this page, and I don't want to read it word for word. So I'm going to summarize what you know. So, Karzug, the Rune Lord of Greed. He took over an ancient Thassalon. He is actually an Aslanti human. He is gifted in the magics of transmutation. And word is that he lived for hundreds of years. He ruled a, an empire called Shalast for 10, well, 10,000 years ago. You can do the math, I guess. You can figure out how long ago all this was taking place. All right, Shalast that's not it. 10,000 years ago? Yeah, uh, he ruled Shalast 10,000 years ago, okay. but he only lived for hundreds of years when something happened. Okay. So most of his armies were made up of giants, but he did have allies from around Galarian. Uh, I'll give you that list later. It's just a list of like CR 50 monsters. So it'd probably be good to know. Uh, also, you learn that. Um, because of his interest in transmutation magic, he had to actually give up studying the two opposing schools, illusion and enchantment. And because of this, Karzug and his allies are quite possibly weak to a type of weapon known as a dominant weapon. Make a note of this. I'm emphasizing it on purpose. Dominant weapons are weapons that are infused and steeped in illusion and enchantment magic. None of you guys know this. Just just Valentre right now. Oh. 
<laughs> you picked up a lot out of that one couple of books you found on Karzug. You, uh, you're a quick study there, Valentre. And I wrote down everything in common as I was reading it through, too. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? You just well, like quick never, translation of everything? You never know. I can read it. I can't speak it back out, and I need to write it down in yeah. case I need to refer to it again. That's true. Speak languages doesn't allow you to really, or comprehend languages don't let you write it, just un- read it and understand right. it. Right, so I wrote it in common. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that smart about it. Is pretty cool. So that was a very productive <laughs> night for uh, Valentre. Finally, go to sleep a little bored. But here we go. You guys ready to talk about what happened when you turned level twelve? Who wants to start us off? Ladies first. Me. Tell us something about an unchained rogue, Hannah. Or, or did you take? <gasps> A class? Did you do? Did you multi class? Did you take a class no. in like wizard or something? No. Uh, okay. No. Maybe cook. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm a level twelve chef. No. Um. I took a really uh very po like uh rogue talent. Coax information. I can use bluff or diplomacy to force an opponent to act friendly towards me. <laughs> oh, that's gonna pay off really well. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am. Cool. I am. Anything else about an unchained rogue that we might not know about? Nope. Don't care. No, nope, don't that. care. Just that. Just going to get yeah. info from everybody. I love it. Who's next? Yes. Uh, Droth picked up uh, something named Soothing Performance. Allows me to heal a little bit, but outside of that, nothing too crazy. Okay, so Bard, extremely boring. One of the most flamboyant classes, but boring as hell. <laughs> for level 12 at least okay what does uh soothing performance do for you basically i perform for four rounds in combat or you know four rounds outside of combat and uh i'm able to cast cure serious wounds mass so i'm able to hit a whole bunch of different people mm. um it's pretty good so next and time it treats like, my bard level as my caster level and everything so next time poe is like stuffed into a bag and half dead and crying Bleeding. You can sing him a nice tune. Heal Weren't him you up a little bit. So you couldn't be crying. No. Well, yeah, that wouldn't work either. Because if you're in a bag, you can't see me, and you have to be able to see uh, me and uh-huh. hear me. Well, I'm talking after you rescue me from the bag. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I could sing you a soothing per- you song go. and heal you a little okay. bit. All right. All right. Does it just heal, or does it do anything else? Because it seems like four uh, rounds, a mass serious wound sounds. Uh, Sounds kind of boring. Like, yeah, kind of it heals like shaken and sickening and things like that, but uh, it's like some minor stuff. It's nothing too crazy. That'll be great for when you guys uh, enter this room again. <laughs> well, when they enter that room again, when, yeah. We'll- when everybody gets <laughs> nauseous and starts puking, you can help them stop. <laughs> yeah. I can't help them from shrinking, though, so. <laughs> that you know of. All right, Matt, that leaves Are we Vanek still tiny? Tane. Please tell me. Uh, yeah, actually, when you wake up in the morning, you're still your smaller size. So Poe is <laughs> tiny, you two are, I guess Droth is normal, but Vanek yeah. is uh, <laughs> small, and so is Valentre. All right. Uh, well, I mean, level 12, level 6 spells. I picked, I picked up a couple of uh, lower level spells, and one neat little 6 level spell okay. I can't wait to use in play for the first time. Oh, <gasps> fun. I wish you would tell me so I could get ready for it, but you haven't. Ain't gonna. <laughs> no. Any new feats? Not yet. Next level, I get some neat stuff. Okay, just a couple more spells this level. Cool. 
<clears throat> so level 12, you're supposed to pick up a new ability score. What did everybody choose? Charisma. Yeah, Charisma. dexterity. Charisma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dexterity. So main stat for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> So are you guys ready for level 12 and all of the adventures that are about to I'm just begin? glad I got a long rest, because I was down to about 10 spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to see what this day brings. I mean, we left behind a valuable ally. We have no idea if he's dead, alive. We have no idea what happened to right. Valandre. We just know, like, out of nowhere, Vanek popped up behind Droth and was like, GTFO now. So <laughs> we did, and, you know, we, we don't know really what's going on with him. He could be melting for right now i mean we don't know <laughs> exactly <laughs> it you just peaced out and like i guess we're gonna take an eight hour nap well you know he's immune to fire so he's not melting that's true but we don't i don't know that he's immune to constant like smelting flames right i mean you know there's a there's immunity to fire <laughs> that's immune like to big gnashing like steel iron horrible teeth yeah. It's kind of like the uh, the iPhone right. saying that they're like water resistant, but not really. I mean, <laughs> in the end. kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, don't shower with your iPhone. It probably won't last. Well, there's fire resistance and there's fire immunity, so. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're not so, wrong. So. You guys have given me a week to plan this out, and I had fun. So it's a new day, it's a new dawn, it's a new year, almost. And everybody has woken up, you're doing your normal things, the three of you, in the uh, Long Tooth's ca- uh, cave, getting prepared for the day, make sure your armors are right and everything's clean, and Vanak is probably choosing what spells he wants to prepare for the day. But we are going to visit Valentre. You... Went to sleep out of boredom, we have determined, since you don't need to sleep naturally. And as you open your eyes on the new day, about to get ready, maybe prepare some spells, maybe bling, bring your, uh, your Eidolon back, you don't have time, because as you crack your eyes open, you see, leaning against a nearby wall, dwarfing the surrounding furniture, a beautifully robed giant. Bright, shiny red fabric. Golden runes are stitched into the fabric and it just shimmers with magic. Around his neck, he has some crystal lensed goggles and you see hanging from a uh, thread of leather, a key, and it is resting on an extended belly. Good morning, Valentre. Yes, I know who you are, and you are the single greatest threat to my plans. I should kill you now without your little blue pet, but I would much, much rather watch you suffer as I did thrown out of my tribe for not being a sorcerer. They didn't bother to see my brilliance, and my intelligence is their undoing. I now control the largest army of giants Verizia has known since ancient Thassalon, and this time 
we will not be the slaves, but kings. I have made a new army to meet your friends. Your penance for crimes against giant kind will be to watch them die. I have made a new army to meet your friends. Your penance for crimes against giant kind will be to watch them die. And then you look behind you. And there is something new in the room, a large, imposing object. It is a very large mirror. It's 30 feet wide and a beautiful elliptical shape. The outside frame is extremely ornate. And it has all of the runes of Thassalon ringed around it. And in the reflection, you can see the party. And it is centered on Poe. This will function more or less like Scry. Except you can see and hear in a 25-foot radius around Poe. And if you get the chance, you can cast spells through it. And here's the kicker. It has true seeing on it. So you can't tell now. But when you look through this mirror... When others go invisible, you can still see them. So it's 20 feet around Poe and Poe only. Correct. Is it like above head, side view, third person? <laughs> I'm just trying to, I mean, am, am I seeing it from behind Poe? I'm just trying to. So I, as you ask this question, when you think those Diablo thoughts, you go to above Poe and then third person Poe and then almost like right behind Poe over his right shoulder. It's whatever direction you want. But at the outside edge, at 25 feet, it fades to the shadowy gray smoke. Yeah, I feel like the So part- as you notice this, we're going to zoom into the mirror and we are going to focus in on Vanak's face. So, Vil, <laughs> you can see and hear everything that's happening from here on out. Machmirian is still with you, so if you want to have like some conversation in voiceover mode, we can kind of do that while the party is preparing. That was one of the things I was going to ask is, am I allowed to address him? In other words, if I start to speak to him, is he going to cut me off? Is he going to stop me? Or Right. So you'll be able to speak. However, but before you can even open your mouth, you see Vanek's eyes go wide. <laughs> and we're going to freeze for a second. We're on this like frozen instance in time. As Vanak hears a message. And this message is most definitely from Kana. Vanak, Machmirian killed five of our tribe in anger. Your friend is in danger, but alive. Machmirian awaits you below. Beware the golden door. Trapped. You have, we're frozen right now. You hear the message come in. Vanek, you have a chance to respond with 25 words. <laughs> no shit. Is, is Velantre behind that door? I, is it just a one-way response or is this I think it's just one-way response because I think okay. they send a message and you can respond in kind with 25 words. We're frozen because I want to give you a chance to think about it. How would you respond? 25 words or less. It's Twitter. 
Go. Tweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag help. <laughs> yeah. uh, so definitely the no shit. Um, I got something for that thing now. I'll just go back to the door. Uh, actually. I got something for that thing now. I'll go back to the door. <laughs> if Elantre's behind that door, we're going. We're coming. We'll be there soon. You feel relief. 22 words, maybe. All right. We're centered on the three of you, preparing for the day, ready to go. What's the plan? Take it away, you guys. Uh, I just heard from uh, Jezebel. God, I've heard it. What's her name? Jana? Um, Kana? 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 <laughs> yes! Kana? Wow, jeez, Lord. Okay. Just heard from Kana. Uh, I think that we, I know where Valantre is. Did, we gotta go back. Does she know uh, where he no. is? She see? Yes. I think she thinks she knows. That's... I saw the doors. It's when that thing came out and went crazy. Oh, we gotta oh, go okay. get him. Come on, let's That's go. That's what scared you out of there, basically, right? I mean, that, that thing seemed pretty, pretty devastating. Yeah, it was playing some of my tricks, but I got a new one up my sleeve now, so... Oh, okay. what are you gonna, gonna do? What are you gonna do, Vanek? I wanna suck the heat out of him. Oh, God. Before we go, you guys are still small. I might have something that can fix this, but... You got a problem with small? No, I don't have a problem with small, Poe. You've always been small to me, but... Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think I, I that scroll that I found... Earlier, it's it's a scroll of remove curse. I'm wondering if maybe I don't know, maybe that would work against one of you guys. But if we try it now and we walk through that room, you're just going to get cursed again. So why don't we wait and I'll try it on myself and see if it works, and then we can go buy more. Well, I can get us past the room. Oh, Ow. you can just you can just warp us right in past the room, can't you? Oh my god, <laughs> you're you're magic. We're probably there now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes you don't normally ask so <laughs> grab a hold and go yeah i teleport to uh that end of that hallway the the catty corner hallway that took left went down the hallway to the double golden door where the thing was summoned mm-hmm. right there at that intersection Oof. all right roll away <laughs> hopefully Vantre will be there soon depending on this roll Oop. 41 we are good all right so I'm going to drag you guys back to the correct page. It should all be black right now. I'm going to reveal some areas. Uh, I'm going to put you... So, Alvia, Poe, Droth, and Vanek. Does Alvia really just willingly let him poof yeah. us there? Okay. Well, I guess she's been traveling with us for a day. That makes sense. Morning, Alvia. Hope you're well. Thanks for coming with us. <laughs> Hope she prepped her stuff. Oh, no problem, dear. Just make sure I get the book I want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vanek, do you want me to try this uh, remove curse on you or Poe? I use it on Poe. I don't mind me a small. That's kind of cool. All right. Uh, so Drop will pull out this scroll. He doesn't do scrolls often. How do you do this, Vanek? Is it just like I read the scroll and I roll some sort of check <laughs> to see if, you know, like... What's what's the spell? Uh, remove uh, curse. Give me the damn thing. That's remove curse. 
This is how you. It's do on it. my spell list. So <laughs> oh my god! It, it's, it's, I, I, no, it's no problem for me. I didn't check to see if it was on mine or not. I just don't know how scrolls work in this game. So <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. Maybe I don't know if revert curses. That's a cleric spell, isn't it? I don't know. Like I said, I didn't look it up. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so was level four. Uh, it is. It is on the bard list as well. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. It. Well, yeah. draw starts reading it, and it just works, and he's like, "Holy shit!" Uh, okay, cool. I guess I know how to cast this spell. Uh, Have faith in yourself, boy. Yeah, I just uh, <laughs> scrolls aren't my thing. Uh, <laughs> so it says, if the target is a creature, you must make a caster level check. Not a creature. Uh, it's just Poe. So I mean, Poe's a creature, right? Uh, it's a 1d20 plus caster level against the DC of each curse affecting the target. Um, is this a curse? Will it even work? We, see, the thing is, we don't know anything about this. I assumed it was a curse. Well, I, I tried to dispel it, and it's a really damn powerful spell. The magic from the scroll washes over Poe, and it's all sparkly and green and blues. But he stays the same size. Is it, it working? Work. Is it working? Am I big? Uh, you're not. Sorry, Poe. Big-hearted. Yes! Big-hearted. <sighs> Big-hearted? I guess that counts for something, right? It does. It absolutely does. That is right. Um, well, since that scroll was a dud, and Droth like, throws it over his shoulder... What do you say we go find a Volantre? I mean, yeah, that's kind of why we're here. Should be right through that door. You cast the spell. You guys have teleported. The screen Volantre, when they teleport, goes black for about six to 12 seconds. And then it comes back and it shows where the party is. And Machmirian stands up straight. Well, I guess that will end our discussion. I have some things to attend to. And he walks towards the door, Valentre. I'm going to open up your room so you can see where you're at. So there's, there's what Machmirian looks like, man. That's kind of his thing right there, his token. Uh, reminds me of kind of like Xerxes off of 300. Yeah, I could see A little that. bit less gold. Oh, yeah. A little bit yeah. less gold, though. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, Emotep before he fully gets back his skin in the yeah. first Mummy movie. Yeah. Yes. I just watched that the other day. It's a great movie. Dude, those it movies is. are fantastic. They really are. As he's walking to the door, I pull out a small piece of copper and begin silently, as quiet as possible, trying to cast a spell. No. Quietly never <laughs> works in casting a spell, unless you have yeah. a silent spell. It, like, it clearly states that you have well, to, like, to be saying it very strongly. casting message. <laughs> As I'm doing this. Okay. Uh, who are you casting message on? So, right now with the mirror, I can see Vanek, Poe, Droth, and Alvia, right? Easily. I'm going to cast message on Vanek. And basically say... Don't say Droth. Don't say Droth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to cast... I'm going to begin casting. It takes six seconds to cast. I don't know what Mirian's going to do. Uh, I don't even even know if it's going to work through the mirror. uh, Mirian has done his spellcraft check. He realizes what spell you're about to cast, and he just looks at you and says, Excellent choice. Then he casts his own spell. Okay. And as he finishes casting his spell, a wall of force goes up around the door. So I can message Vanek. And your spell goes off. And yes, you and Vanek can now communicate. 
I whisper to Vanek. Machmirian is here, and he's at the door waiting for you all. Oh, good. I had a long wait. Is that door open? No. The key is around his neck. What's well, a lot tighter Which, than a By the way, bottle. this is all whispering. <laughs> this is all whispering, so I am trying to hide this as much as possible from my... my from Machmirian, because message is whisper. Okay. I do know once the, once the spell goes off, you can indeed whisper. What would you guys like to do? Voluntary, you're kind of trapped. You've cast your spell. We're going to just kind of go in initiative order. Uh, Alvia is going to take the lead. She says something to the effect of, uh, well, I have the most armor. I guess I'll just trips on in. And she starts to make you- her way forward. Why don't you wait on us instead of just going off without the group? Okay, uh, bye. I mean, you can wait. We can, we can help go. you. Well, do hurry. I mean, nobody heard me talking to Vanek, so. Oh, I, I do mention Montmir. Did I not say Montmirian's on the other side of that door? Oh. No. Hey, uh, Dro. Montmirian is on the other side of that golden door that we can't get open. And there's also some demon that likes to poke its head out when you touch the door, so have fun. Yeah. Well, uh, I do hope you're right behind. Are you ready to go? Do you want to cast more silly spells? Silly, that's... Yes. Well, do hurry, and she will make her way back. Poe will pull out his rapiers and say, I'm ready to go. What about you guys? Uh, no, Droth is going to pull out a potion of bull strength and take that. Now he is going to uh, cast haste on everybody, and then we'll be ready to go. And while he's casting haste, right. I will cast greater invisibility. Love it. Oh, shit's about to get real, y'all. You ready for this? <laughs> Droth will also start singing. We're going to inspire courage. <laughs> We're not going to take it. Okay, I'm going to have everyone roll initiatives. Ooh, that's a good roll. Oh, no. I'll start with uh, Venactane. My initiative is something 29. Valentre. So when I don't have my um, Eidolon summoned, my initiative is plus zero. Mm -hmm. So my initiative is two. Plenty of time (laughs) to figure out what you want to do. Hop along, Poe. Nine. <laughs> I'm ready then. Uh, draw. 24. Alvia is more than willing to, after the haste goes off, she kind of moves up a little bit. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. She peeks her head around the corner as she clanks up. And when she looks around the corner, she holds up a fist as if saying... Stop. And she flashes the signal of three. And then she points around the corner. And that is the end of her turn. Vanectane, you're uh, up. So hasted flying and greater invisibility, I will just fly to the end of the hallway to where I can get a better view of everything. And you see three disgusting hounds. These otherworldly four-legged creatures. Would you like to do a knowledge check? Yes, I would love. Those to tokens do a you have check. on there look strange, mm-hmm. like yeah. slugs or something. Almost. Fish people. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Melted. A snail on top of a nasty green slug that's getting eaten by the shell because it looks like it kind of has teeth. Cute. <laughs> Jeez. That's specific. <laughs> oh, yeah, it really is. Like, <laughs> highly detailed there with your grossness. <laughs> I thought that was smoke. Is that a shell on I don't know. I was thinking like, like a pile of green poo. It could also be steamy. a Stepford Wife's wig that's gray. Ah, there it is. It'll be Knowledge Plains. Knowledge Plains. Knowledge Plains. Um, pick something else. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 10. That's the best I could do. I'm not Right. Kidding. Okay. Uh, uh, then, you know what? Because I'm going to let it slip anyway at some point. These things are known as Hounds of Tindalos or Tindalos. I've never heard of that. <laughs> they are from a different plane. They are associated with the effects of time. Well, let's see if in their time they burn. I cast Fireball. All right, looking through the list. I'm looking for immune to fire. Fire? Immune to, no, not, not, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, Blaze away. All right. Let's see, I'm level 12 now. Let me adjust my macro. I learned that word from Adam. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. So it is 12d6 plus 12 points of damage. And... Uh. Total of 49 points of damage. And I'll have it centered to where it does not... So I'll have it centered about here. I don't want to hit in the door. I don't know if it, I don't know if it would do anything, but no point in trying. Uh, the DC, the uh, reflex save for that is twenty something. Twenty one. All right. So one of them doesn't take quite as much damage. So it's twenty five for him, and then forty nine on everything else. Yes. Wow. Not. Good. And I'm done. But that's a very nice turn from Vanek. Totally expected. Nothing surprising. No. But very effective. Okay, that means it is number three's turn. He disappears. Good, I ran away. <laughs> yes, that is what happened. Bink. And then it's going to move. Uh, let's see. And now, Machmirian disappears. Valentre. Just bloop. Yay. Number two disappears. <laughs> that means we're, we win, right? There's only one enemy left. Yay. <laughs> I'm like now assuming they're going back in time and killing our parents or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, parents are already dead. This time it won't be a big giant. It'll be like one of these weird little slug monsters. (laughs) Volantre's entire, you know, (laughs) presence will change. (laughs) And Droth. Uh, Droth is going to go ahead and pull out a potion as his move action and then cast Invisibility Greater on Poe. And as he casts it, he's going to say, all right, Poe, you've got 12 rounds. Keep up with it. Don't just pop up in the middle of a big fight or something and be visible, you know, like take care of yourself. I mean, why are you criticizing me? Not criticization. I, just, I really don't know. Criticization. You heard me. 
That's not a fucking word. Bards make up words all the oh, time. Oh, God. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. You know what? Fine. I'll do my best. Please and thank you. And that will be the end of his turn. And now number one gets to go. And he's feeling a little bit better about life after that fireball. So he just makes his way around the outside edge here. And he looks hard at Alvia. Alvia is going to have to make a fortitude save. Ugh, gross. And Alvia fails. Oh, no. Bye, Alvia. That is going to be a lot of damage. Bye. 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 Bye now. Thanks for coming. Well, it should have been a lot of damage. It sounded like a lot of die. It was not. That was was mostly ones and twos. Oh, God. Alvia stares back intensely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Like Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. 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 Not a lot of damage, but some. Um. And now it is her turn, and she five, ten, fifteen, and then she is going to turtle up. She raises her shield. What? She begins to uh, use her flail in a defensive manner. I know Hannah got excited when she heard turtle, but... <laughs> did. All right. So, Valentre, you're still looking at Poe and Droth hanging out around the corner. Everybody else has disappeared into smoke. But even though Poe is invisible, you can see him. And now it is Poe's turn. All right, buddy. This is it. And he charges up. Double move. Da, 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 should put him <laughs> there we go and he's right at the corner so he can probably see Alvia in Vanek and that's it alright that will bring us to Valentre. um so you told us that Machmirian cast Wall of Force can you do I need to do a spellcraft check for Valentre to know that because Wall of Force is completely invisible this one's shimmering, a pinkish, bluish glow, because I don't want it to be invisible. Okay. He wants to be flashy. He's showing off, man. And knowledge-wise, it is Wall of Force for yeah, sure, right? you would have, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and cast a spell and summon my idol. All right. Your blue friend comes back. No problems? No problem. And I dive into the whole of the um, bookcase area. You dive into the bookcase <laughs> area. Oh, into that hole down there. Because you don't have fly on you right now, do you? Yep. Okay. Uh, as soon as my Eidolon spawn, boom, right, I so got fly down back. in the hole, so you're not looking at the mirror anymore. I don't know what's For going now. on, but it sounds cool as shit. All right, draw behind you. You see the smoke from that cauldron, right? So you look down that hallway. You can easily see the smoke from the cauldron. Uh, It is thick. It is covering that entire room. Emerging from that smoke is a very, very familiar creature. Then behind him, 
You may have seen them at one point. They are definitely formerly known as stone giants. But these giants are covered in runes. They glow this sickly blue color and they match some of the runes that you have seen both in the Caverns of Wrath and in this library area that you've been walking around in. So, how? wow, ah! that hallway's filling up ah! a lot. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, no, uh-oh. <laughs> Droth is like, well, we can oh, leave now. <laughs> my kingdom for a lightning bolt. <laughs> the smoke is not affecting me, correct? It's not far enough into this room. Like, I'm far enough you away from it. You are totally fine. I just want to describe what it looks like of these five creatures, six creatures pouring out of the smoke directly at you, Draw. Is it bad when you're safer with the big bad than it is when you're outside of the big bad's room? Okay. Yeah, you're going to wall of force blocking your butt off from these guys. No. <laughs> that is the end of round one. Van Actain. Round two. I am not aware of the new friends to the southwest. I don't think so. So I will continue with my original plan, which is to create <laughs> a pit below ugly number one. And he needs to make a reflex save, DC 19. Either way, the pit is still there. And it's just How? a five-foot pit? Ten-foot. And he's going to be in the top right corner of the pit. So it'll be five to his left, south, and southwest. <laughs> All right, so if I draw it like this, is that where you want it? Perfect. All right, yeah. So he's in the top right corner, so five-foot south. Actually, in that case, two of them will Boom. have to make a save. And that one critically fails. Yay, it's dead. The other one jumps out of the way just in case. Uh, how much damage does uh, he take? They fall 30 feet. Or it the one falls 30 feet, so 3d6. Don't have that one. What the hell? 12. 12 points of falling damage. Oof. Oof. 12 points falling damage. He is now at the bottom of a 30-foot pit. He has to figure out a way to get out. Uh, what's going on back here? Is there anything worth seeing uh, back behind us away from the golden doors? It is empty back that way. Uh, it's just the doors that you saw before. Benek. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll do. That'll be it for now. Number You are invisible Poe Vanak you are invisible So poor Alvia Unfortunately she does need to make a saving throw Because she's on the edge of the pit Uh, Let me make sure Yeah I'm not sure if it's at the beginning Or the end of the turn Uh, Any creature staying in the area First conjure reflex, blah, blah, blah. In addition, to the edges of the pit are sloped. Any creature that end in, ending their turn on a square adjacent to the pit must make a reflex save with a plus two bonus to avoid following. So if she if she finishes there, she'll need to make a save. Right. Otherwise, she's fine. Okay. 
but save for anybody that's adjacent to it. All right. Uh, this one is going to have, is going to feel secure in the knowledge that he is going to be okay. So he moves up right behind Alvia. He comes out of being invisible when he attacks. He is on the corner of the pit and he is flanking with his buddy on the other side. Mrs. Miserable. The door opens. The big golden double door? The One of the golden doors opens and then closes. And? And you just hear a click. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse. Go back in. You hear some commands given after the door opens. They're in a language that you don't understand. And Droth, coming out of invisibility, is a creature from the very depths of hell. Man, Droth is not in a good situation right now. <laughs> this is bad. Uh-oh. Yes. Just like cross the streams bad. Ten feet away from you, Droth, this creature pops into existence. And he stares at you. And you feel bad. Give me a fortitude, Dave. I'm trying to see if there's anything I can do about this. Is it uh, poison or disease? No. Physical damage. Uh, 18 on the die plus my fortitude plus 6. So 24. 24. <laughs> it's like daggers are flying at you and you've dodged all of them. Oh, wow. I'm all daggers. <laughs> and it is your turn. It's Matrix style. Yeah, right? Yeah, it gives a whole new meaning to staring daggers at someone. Droth is really freaking out because the moment he saw all those creatures to the left of him pop up, his first thought was like, okay, I got a spell for this. We'll cast Wall of Sound, kind of keep them at bay. It's a straight line, attack all of them. But then all of a sudden, this puppy dog pops up next to him, and now he's not sure what to do because that leaves him open because he has to cost concentration every round. So he also pulled a potion out last round. This isn't good because now he doesn't have time to take that potion that he really needed to. He's going to go ahead and uh, he's going to use invisibility greater on himself. Bling. And then he is going to take a full move action. And oh man, he's really not sure. He's like, should he join the rest of the group or would it be better to try and duck down into this south area where there's like this little basement. Uh, He's going to try to run past this enemy uh, and join Poe up here near the end of this corridor. Obviously, he doesn't know Poe's there, but he's going to try and run up to the end of the corridor. All right. Man, invisibility is saving your asses today. And that brings us to number one. I will say... When he goes invisible, he stops inspiring courage. That way he can't be found based off of uh, sound. It doesn't really make sense to be singing and invisible, in my mind. This creature, standing directly in front of Alvia, flanking with his buddy on the other side, reaches out and bites Alvia. Succeeds. 
Alright, I've got to write some damage down here. Alright, Alvia, where are you at? Okay. That's some damage. Then, there are two claws. Man, we're about to get out of the contract. I'll tell you what. <laughs> right? That's all I'm thinking. It's like, eh, well, we're getting out of wait, contract. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, Does the contract end if she well, dies? we find the contract owner and dead body and burn it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's right. we got to get the contract yeah. off her body. Let's hope she didn't move it. Both of the claws miss. All right. That was full attack action. It's done. And now we are on to Alvia's turn. Oh, wait. And I need to make reflex like, saves the, for his both turn. of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one. Yikes. DC 19, but they get a plus two. Oh, man. <laughs> Number three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there's two uh, down there now. Just number three falls. Oh, they said another one fell in the That was the casting. one that popped out in front of Droth. Oh, okay. Uh, so number three did fall. They can't fly. They can't do things like that, but they can. Oh, my <laughs> word. Hold on. Disrupt time. <laughs> read these guys first. And he takes 10, 10 points of falling damage, just FYI. So something cool I just saw in their uh, little oh, list God. here. They have Airwalk on constant. Oh, so I don't no falling. think he falls. He just stays right there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like he's just floating in air. Uh, but I missed it, so all of the damage from before will stay just like it was. Uh, it's the poor I man's am. overland flight. <laughs> right? It, I mean, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she is going to attack number three because it looks like it has a little bit of damage. She misses miserably. And she has to make a save. Unless she five foot steps over, it's a dangerous thing. She is flanked by two creatures. She absolutely would. And that brings us to Hopalong Poe. Hopalong Poe will sneak around this corner right here. And land adjacent to numero three and stab him repeatedly with his rapiers. Hmm. We hope. Going to make him. So you're not gonna make him like give him you know, well, give you his life story or anything. You're not gonna. Oh, him? you mean like make friends with him and? <laughs> Wait, um, yeah. Poe, I small. have to point out your timing. Are you normally small? Oh, so I have to be no. like. She's normal. <laughs> hey, he's normally small. <laughs> that works. <laughs> so. You had to climb up his leg and you're on his back as you are stabbing down at yes. him. Yes. Uh, you still get flanking. Let's just say it. Okay. I'll take it. All right. So that's going to be a 29 total. Oh. 29 against the Hound of Tindalos number three. Yes. That hits. Of course it does. I'm excited. So that's going to be... Okay. 37 points of damage. <laughs> That's not bad, Good. but it's not Good. dead. Okay, well then I'm going to hit him again. You can. I can't. That's just, oh, yeah, yes, I can. can. Yes, don't peers. tell me that. <laughs> 22. <laughs> My life has been a lie. <laughs> that will hit okay, well. good. Uh, now whoop. tell me, yes. Po, how do you kill it? Oh, oh. So he stabs him through. He's just, he's 
poking him with his little toothpicks, and he just goes, That is not how you treat a lady! (laughs) (laughs) Althea sees, like, blood-splattered frog to the left of her, just just the head. The shape of a frog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, y'all. I'm killing me. All right. Valinch. Actually, anything left, (laughs) Paul? All right. Valinch. I cast mage armor on myself, and then I fly up to be almost parallel with the floor, and I'm going to move as close to the doors as I can. All right. Uh, You can get up to about 15 feet, maybe 10 feet away from the door. Okay. Looking at this shimmering wall, is there any area that seems to be open? Up, down, left, right? No. Okay. Do you think Mokmirian is that dumb? Yes, I do. You were hoping, maybe. How big is the room? Or how tall is the room? Yeah, that's one thing. How tall is this room? Well, he made a little cage over the door, so it's just like boxed in completely. Oh. (laughs) We'll see about that next one. Okay. All right. So you've moved. Is the door still open so he can see? No. He can see what's going on? No, it locked with a click. Oh, shut back? Okay. And clicked. Shit. Tight. And Mach Maureen was opening and closing that door like an 18-year-old sneaking back in after being out (laughs) late or something, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) real, real quick. All right, uh, let's see. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20. How fast can a stone golem move, you guys? Like, I don't know, five, five feet around? An hour. Yeah. They don't move. They don't? No. no. That's crazy. It's a conspiracy to think that they do. Yeah, they're not real. It's lies from Mach Myriad. <laughs> oh, they can move uh, 20. All right. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. And unfortunately, he's kind of blocking his buddies from the back end because stone giants can move a little bit faster. Quote, unquote, unfortunately. <clears throat> right? <laughs> unfortunately for me. Okay. That is the end of round two. And that means we're back to Van Actane. Um, this one... Hound that's fighting Poe and uh, the the priestess. How does it look? Did it, it take a full blunt from you, the fire? You, you would say it was. It did not take the full blow because that's number one. Okay. Um, it's not even bloodied yet. Okay. Uh, All right, then I will cast. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and just cast magic missile on it. Try to help take this thing out. It will take 18 points of damage. Pew, 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 pew. All right. Um, and I'm going to move. For one. Let's see. Yeah, we'll move to the other side here. And that'll be it for me. Okay. Things are about to get right damn interesting. Uh, number three is dead, so I can take him out of the list. No. <sighs> now what? Ooh, I have got so many choices, you guys. Hmm. Yep. 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 
Let's uh, let's return the favor that you guys have been doing to me a whole bunch. <laughs> You're gonna mess up a bunch of spells and pretty much cheat for a couple episodes. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> that might be a little too close Ouch. to home. Ouch! Actually, you know what? I've changed my mind. This is what is going to happen. For a 20-foot radius to 20 feet high, starting from the middle of the room, is a fog. And it's not just any fog. This thing is like moving through a brick wall. Which room does this appear in? I will click right here. God. Too close. <sighs> so... Let's do 5, 10, 15, 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. And then just make it look kind of like a circle here. That ought to be close enough. Did something cast it? Yep. Did we hear it or anything? Yeah, you heard it. It's coming from okay. that doorway over there. Where my mirror is? Yeah. We don't know that's okay. not Marion, right? <laughs> You do not. Not at this point. Vanek might but, know. I said he was. I do. Me. You said. You said. You said Marion was behind yeah, the door, right? And then the door opened. <laughs> Process I mean, of elimination. You could. You could think you know, but you don't know. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> so. This is called solid fog. It acts like fog cloud, but in addition to obscuring sight, the fog is so thick that it impedes movement. Creatures move through a solid fog at half their normal speed and take a minus two penalty on all melee attacks and melee damage rolls. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Prevents effective ranged weapon attacks except for magic rays. If you fall into a fog, it reduces your falling damage. And that's it. So you move at half speed when you're within the fog. So ranged attacks. Does my pit swallow it up? Say that again, Matt. <laughs> just does, it, does the pit just swallow it up? Like just falls on in there? Like fog. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. No. Does the fall. You said that it is. It, negates ranged attacks it didn't sound like there was a penalty it just makes them ineffective that is so, correct you cannot fire through the solid well, fog. I quit. that's bullshit <laughs> Draw, throws now. his arrows on the ground <laughs> <laughs> so we can't target right we can't see Total to target ports out yeah right? basically you can only see five feet in front of you. right okay oh boy so if other than what's like in your immediate vicinity, you can't see anything, you can't move over your half speed, and uh, all melee attacks are going to take a bunch of negatives. And Machmurian laughs in the background. <laughs> you think you can prevent the rise of giants? Prepare to meet your death. Now, if you guys were to cast Fog... Would that break invisibility? Not it's not a direct attack, but it is an act of aggression. Oh, I you mean like no. Like but he's cast a level two invisible. Does this count as right. making him appear? I wouldn't 
I wouldn't it's think so. It's not targeting us. I wouldn't think so yeah. either. It's a, it's it's a summoning spell. It's so not it's not doing creature. damage. There we go. Fog. We're summoning fog. I yeah. love that reading. All right. I love playing in a way that the players feel is fair. So how high up does this fog go? It covers 40 feet. I think the ceilings here in this corridor 35. are only 30. Yep. Okay. So there's some math with the area that you could do that you could say that maybe on the edge at the very top you're out of it, but that's fine. No, no. I, let's just say as long as you're within that circle yeah. from bottom to floor, floor to ceiling, you're in the fog. Okay. All right. It is now number two's turn. He is outside over here. He, you two are both visible. You're invisible, so he is just going to go pop into existence next to Alvia and do another bite attack. And that will hit. Minus two. Does the... Yeah, even with the minus two. <laughs> you say, does the fog do... Does it appear to impede their movement any at all when he runs past me? When he pops oh, in. He, he just pops oh, in, so see. he's not running past me. Okay. Yeah. No. So that is the end of their turn. Draw. You're in solid fog. What are you going to do? Yeah, this really kind of sucks. Kind of? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) No, it sucks a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of suckage going on here. Yep. Um, Hoover. (laughs) Give Adam, the player, like just a second. (laughs) Adam... I've been trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do for the last, since my last turn. I believe it. Give me a second here. (laughs) And now everything's upside down. (laughs) Yeah, the fog doesn't really help me at all. Uh, These, like, these giants aren't getting in as close to me as quickly as I thought they would either, which is kind of hampering me just a touch, because I really expected them to be a lot faster. Um, (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh I love it. You guys thwart me so often. It's nice to return the favor. Can you draw cone-shaped bursts in uh, Roll20? I thought that there was a... Uh, I actually got one. Um, What size do you need? 15 feet. I'm trying to see if I can do this without hitting Alvia and Vanek and just hit number two, basically. Can you I see can that? see that. It looks like that hits Alvia, Vanek, one and two. Well, that's that's a 30-foot cone. Okay. Um. So five ten. Uh, I think if it's a fifteen foot cone, it still goes out at least that far. So you hit her from where you're at. Yes. Yeah. Roth doesn't care as much about Alvia though. Hmm. All right. So for maybe, for my move act, maybe if you cast it like this, Ooh, then shit. then I'm hitting Vanek. So. Well, Vanek's up in the air. Fifteen foot cone. But I can't see him. I don't know that. You're you're Vanek's invisible. I have no idea right. where Vanek is. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's totally fair. I have no idea that Vanek's there. I would hit one and two if at all possible, uh, assuming I don't know he's there. You know, if he's yep. in it, he's in it. It kind of sucks. <laughs> well, a fifteen um, foot cone at the largest lar- largest part is only fifteen feet high, and I'm thirty five feet high. Sure, that makes sense. Okay, perfect. Uh, so he and you can't see. 
but you remember, so you're going off of what you remember before. Pretty much. Fog was yeah, cast. because my thought process is like, I don't necessarily have to see to cast this. It's one of the few spells I can just cast that it's in a 15 foot cone, like it's cone shaped burst. Um, so hopefully that they're still going to be where they were. Um, and he's also going to go ahead and start inspiring courage. So the first thing he does as a move action is inspire courage. Uh, so if anyone can hear him, you are now inspired. Um, the second thing he's going to do is cast the spell Discordant Shards. Sorry, Cord of Shards. Uh, it's a 15-foot burst. Um, it does 2d6 points of piercing damage to all creatures caught in the area of effect. It is a DC 15 reflex to negate. So it's not like it's even a really hardcore spell or anything, but that's all I got for now. Fifteen foot cone. You're gonna count one square diagonal, and it's one square to either side. Sorry, two squares diagonal. So one. Okay. So with cone, it's gonna go one, two, and then one, and with two, and that's all you're with gonna a five cover. foot step. I should be able to cover more than that, though, right? All right. Five foot. So you're stepping, stepping up. up. Yeah. One, two, you will get the one to the right of Alvia. But not the one to the left. And you'll get Poe. Poe's invisible, too. I don't know he's there, so. No, Poe's not invisible. Yes, it's I am. He, invisible, uh, greater invisibility. A greater invisibility. Yeah. Oh, it was greater. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yep. But if you cast directly in front of you, you will get... I can't, I mean, I can't see... You yeah, so see. I'm. I mean, I, yeah. the, to to talk about this is kind of a moot point. <laughs> moot, point. moot. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, with the five foot step, he's just hoping this hits something that's not one of his friends. I just All can't right. do a whole lot. I mean, you've pretty much stripped me of ranged attacks. So, and there's not a whole lot of creatures around me. All of my other spells, like I can't see around that corner. I've kind of screwed myself by going back up in here. Now that I'm up into this area, there's yeah. just not a lot I can do to help. Shit. Okay, how much damage? Uh, that is going to be a total of 17 points of damage, assuming that they don't fail their reflex. So DC did 15. you get me in this hit, or no? Yes. You got me? Sounds like it. Yeah, he's <gasps> going to get you. So how much? So 15 points of damage, and he failed his reflex 17 save. points of damage. It's a DC 15 and he reflex failed. save. And he failed. Okay, so 17 points of damage. Nope. Uh, it's just... 2d6 points of piercing damage to all creatures caught in the area of effect. I have to have a bardic performance going, which is why I started mine back up. Gotcha. Poe, what's your reflex save? Nice, so it negates. Alright, so Poe and Alvia both dive out of the way. Not that you can see. But I don't hear them Mm -hmm. screaming either, which is a bonus. (laughs) You either murdered them or they're okay. Oh god. I cast that spell and then, you guys (laughs) alright? I hope you're okay, (laughs) is what I meant to say. <laughs> Oops. Anything else? That will be the end of his turn. All right. That means it is uh, this creature's turn again. And of course, the only thing he can see is poor, poor Alvia. Well, that will hit even with the minus two. It's going to be that many points of damage, and Alvia. Is hurt. Oh no. All right, my little buttercups. I'm going to need you to do something very fucking quickly. 
Can you get rid of the smog stuff, Alvia? <laughs> Fuck you. I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> Ten. Oh, there you are, Droth. Just standing back like a normal. And she'll uh, move just behind you, Droth. <laughs> Insult me and then do what I do. I don't... <laughs> Survive! <laughs> Poe. It is your turn. You're effectively blind. There is nothing around you, and you are tiny. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. So he can't see anything at all, and he's tiny. Five feet around you. So there's nothing he there. recalls that there was a beastie right across from him. So he... You might have seen a flash of a claw as Alvia got attacked yeah. earlier. Yeah, so he's going to head forward. Five foot step up. You're in the face of a hound of Tendalos. And he will stab the shit out of it. We'll take another five foot step up to climb onto his shit. back first. Yes, he will. Yes. <laughs> yes, he will. God damn it, he will. Tiny Poe. Tiny Poe. And that's it. All right, give me your attack. I can't. What? You, Why not? If you, you take can. a move action, move action, and then you'd uh -huh. have one attack action. It's not a full you round. You three attacks. If it's a full round. Oh, you yeah. know what? No, I was thinking hasted, because so you got of two the... two in your main hand and one on your I hand. I thought I had to do like a five-foot step per move. Yeah. I was confused. No, no, no. no, fuck that. Here we go. I'm rolling. I'm stabbing... And he's full the attack. extra attack from haste only occurs oh, on a full attack. Uh, there goes my fucking dice. But he still gets offhand main hand because I'm nice. That's lovely. And since he has to oh. be in the square of the creature, would blindness affect him? Uh, he's still moving through the fog. Okay. Oh, I rolled what? a one. Attacking oh, the creature. Boy. Oh, no. I rolled a fucking one. You now. Yeah, look at it. It's right well, on there. It's right good. there on roll 20 for everyone to see. That's... That's really I bad. I know. It's really oh, bad. Now, just roll again to see if you know. fail. Okay. Hold on. I'm scared. Don't fail because we don't have a... Oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. You rolled two <laughs> ones back to back. <laughs> do, we, do we have a stabby stabby uh, critical fail? One second, let me find out. Oh, what the fuck? Because if not, I've got something really, really oh, good. Oh, this one is actually really well. Uh, this is perfect. So I pulled right. up uh, my new random critical application Ooh. here. And this one is... Uh, it, <laughs> it's Sean from Knoxville, Tennessee. The oh. critical type is obviously melee. Sean. It is a critical failure. No. The critical message, overconfident step. You're oh, no, so that's right. confident that your amazing attack is going to hit that you don't notice a dip in the ground and twist your ankle when <laughs> you step in it. Pit. You are knocked prone the <gasps> round, just for the round, lose the attack, and are flat-footed for 1d4 rounds as you limp on your Yikes. sore ankle. I'm sure your teammates are laughing at you as well. I think Poe should fall in the pit. <laughs> this I feels mean, familiar. Right Didn't there. this happen to Poe before where you critically failed right next it's to a pit? like your thing. Yep. Probably. Yep. Uh, give me a reflex Do save, Bo. If it's don't use the roll twenty roller. Well, yeah, I dropped I drop <laughs> my dice and I don't know where it is. I'd offer okay. you mine. It's, but if I don't it's in reference to the pit, it's plus two because of uh, you know the edge of the pit instead of. 
Okay, right. so it's going to be a 30 total. So, even somehow twisting your ankle, moving up to the creature to attack, you fail, you've lost your attack, you're flat-footed while you try and figure out what's going on, but you nimbly jump out of the way of the pit and you don't. He's like on one toe on the very edge. You still have a lot of other nasty stuff, though. (sighs) Not to just be the Debbie Downer or anything like that, but... Wow. That's rough. Uh, 1d4 flat-footed. I am excited about that. <laughs> and you're prone for the rest of this uh, round. Adam, shut up! Let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's only one round, so you have at the end of the next round, you won't be flat-footed okay. anymore. All um, right, Valentre. Okay. Wall of force in your face. Wall of force in my face. I turn back and look at the mirror. What do I see? Fog. Um, Everything that just happened. I mean... I'm assuming that you were kind of like watching the mirror the whole time. You see Poe twist his ankle and fail at an attack. You see Droth and Vanak in the middle of a stinking fog. So do I see the fog or can I see through the fog? You can see through the fog thanks to the mirror. Okay, I've got to ask a question. (laughs) And this will determine what my next action is. No. Okay, well. That's the answer. (laughs) I don't ever do this. And I've done it once so far. But would Wall of Force prevent me from summoning a monster inside of the wall? I don't think so. So I would have the ability to summon a monster inside the Wall of Force up against that door. You can see it. Anybody uh, disagree with me? I'm saying, Uh, yeah, you can do it. Well, here's the reason why I ask is Wall of Force blocks all spells. Spells, well, sorry. Breath weapons and spells cannot pass through, but dimension right. door and teleport and similar effects bypass the barrier. Same thing. That's They're both conjurations. Okay. In that case, my Eidolon disappears, and I gently float to the ground, or I'm at the ground when my Eidolon disappears, and I summon an, a, an ice elemental huge inside of the wall of force, and I command it to open the door. <gasps> Hell Yes! Open the door. Ice Elemental reaches out to open the door. As soon as he grips the handle and begins to shake it, a fury sheathed in the sunlight (laughs) itself appears from the door and attacks it. I think it serves its purpose. (laughs) I don't care about the Ice Elemental. No, I know, but... (laughs) Well, he didn't ask for this. Yeah, and I mean, I just I chose that purposely because ice elementals yields t- as soon as serious serious melting occurs. Well, searing so blinding light happens first. It is a free action that will happen when it appears. Uh, DC twenty five fortitude save for the elemental. DC twenty five fortitude. Yep. Succeeds. Got a 27. 27. Wow. Okay, so he is not blinded. Now the creature reaches out to touch it. Make sure I rolled the right elemental. I did. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, What is its touch AC? 12. Don't roll a 1. That's not a 1. It will take a ridiculous amount of damage right now. Okay, it only has 95 HP. Um, not that ridiculous. Okay. 
<laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a critical of disintegrate or something. Right. <laughs> 20 points of damage. So it is down to 75. <clears throat> okay. And uh, the creature bounces around inside of the wall of force a little while, but... Okay, what else, Valentre? You've dismissed. You've cast a spell. Oh, you summoned. Does that happen in a single action for you because Ooh, you're a summoner? Shoot, I need to check and see. It's a spell-like ability, and I cast it as a standard action. If it's a standard action, then yeah. Everything yeah, so is. it's not like a normal round, like a normal spell. It's a standard action because I am a okay. summoner. Cool. Do I get to take possession of the elemental and do its turn? Or is that next uh, round? Yes, as soon as it appears, you're able to do something with it. However, you commanded it to open the door, so that's a move action. And this creature is flying around inside of it, away from this... Well, what's the reach on that elemental? 10 feet? The reach on the elemental is 15 feet. 15 feet, so no matter where it is inside this creature, the elemental can reach the Shining Child. Then it's so just yes, going move to action. go ahead and do just a normal attack against it. Slam attack. Yeah, I'm trying to check and see if there's any special attack on here, but... Uh, numbing cold. If it deals cold damage to a creature, it succeeds a fortitude save. So it's base attack plus 10. Oh, it gets two slams plus 15 on that. It probably failed on that. That's only a 12 on the roll. A uh, 12 will definitely miss. Yeah. I guess it gets two slams. and That's only if it does a full round action, though, right? Correct. Okay, yep. so that's it. So you've cast a spell. The... Elemental is gone. You've got a move action left, I believe. Um, I'm going to move closer to the mirror. And okay. as close as I can get by walking around. And it's my walk. I only have 15 feet of movement. So the cool thing about the mirror, it kind of rotates with you in the room. Okay. It's not actually being held up by anything. It's just floating in midair. Okay, so it would have followed me down that hole? No, it stays in one place, but it rotates on its... Uh, Either uh, Z-axis, I guess. So I can see it clearly where I'm at, and I have no... Yes. All right, then I don't move at all. I just end my turn there. You watch what happens outside, and it is insane. 5, 10, 15, 25, 10, 15, 20... May I ask one thing before you go beyond everyone moving? Did the creature make all of the loud sounds it made that I heard the last time it was summoned? The one that was inside the door. Yeah, that screeching, yelling noise that happened from before. That Vanek uh, would be when Vanek, familiar with. Yeah, Vanek probably recognizes it, hears it from the other side. I, battle is loud, but I would think that creature screams. Even through the doorway, you can probably hear it. Okay. I can whisper to Vanek anyways and say, I've got the creature inside of here. Don't Very worry about good. it. Very good. Keep forgetting it was small. And that means we are all the way back around to Van Actane. The stone golem draws closer, but nobody can see it. I am going to attempt to dispel the solid fog with dispel magic. Ooh. All so, right. Targeted yeah, dispel. It is caster level D20 plus my caster level versus 11 plus, I guess, my Mark Murian's caster level. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Ooh, 16. Negative. All right. So, wasted a spell. Um, 16 yeah, total. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you can pretty much assume he's higher yeah. level than four, right? And <laughs> I'm going to start moving until I find myself out of the fog. So, I'm so you're moving, moving which direction? back away from the door. And so I'm. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm moving until I'm out of the fog. Like, I don't know where the fog ends. So I just move, move, move. Is this basically out where I am? I'm like right on the edge. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're uh, 20 feet away okay. from the center. So, yeah. And. That'll be it. That's my turn. Oh man, guys. I don't know what is gonna happen here. It's it's a little hairy, actually. <laughs> I'm scared for you. How's that? <laughs> I hate it. Because now it's Magmirian's turn again. Hopefully he can't see any of us though. I mean he oh, knows we're here, I guess, no. but Do you remember the description from oh, earlier? Yeah. Well He got those goggles. Yeah. Yeah, got Son of a goggles. bitch! Yeah. He knows I'm there. <laughs> There's a tiny bow in fog. That's an illusion. That's that still blocks vision, right? I mean, it's literally so, summoning. He lifts a finger. <laughs> the middle one. <laughs> and he points it at. Oh no! Draw. No. <laughs> and from his oh, finger no. springs a thin. Green. Do not fail this saving throw. I don't like it. I don't. Uh, so, what is your touch AC, Adam? 18. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Must be oh, a natural no. 20. Oh, no. Oh, no. Must be. No, 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 no. 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 So, oh god, no, you put that oh, camera down. That's a one. one. <laughs> that's a one? What? Oh, yeah, can, you see, can you see what I rolled? That's a one. Wow. <laughs> Is that like a self disintegrate? Yeah, thing? he hit himself in the head. That's part of the rules. It's there at the very last sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Adam, do you need to confirm, right? <laughs> that's how that works. I mean, you confirm uh, failure for anything else. Unless it is in the spell. But it's a if it's spell. in the spell that says you... I mean, that's a touch attack, though. It's just like in any other attack. You would confirm it. I would think. You know what would be horrible? If he was like, let's confirm it next week. <laughs> 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 I'd kill him. <laughs> okay. He did not confirm. That was a 19 on the die for the confirm. <laughs> See? Now you're, now you're glad I However, said However, streaking by your head, Adam... Droth just sees this like searing green light <gasps> and you feel like you oh yeah so it hits the wall right behind you and it just crumbles <laughs> Droth just turns around is there like dirt behind oh, the wall? crap <laughs> this is not good uh oh <laughs> that's definitely a, that's a definitely sleep. an all crap spell yeah <laughs> ducks behind Alvia <laughs> papers and ducks <laughs> he's visible now right well, except nobody can see him anyway. Droth well. <sighs> feels so incredibly you just lucky. Here from the doorway. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Your invisibility, guys, really impedes my ability to have fun. I don't know. It keeps us alive. That's true. Uh, that creature can't see anymore. 
it pops out here. So directly below you, Vanak, along the floor is uh, one of those hounds just hanging out. Droth, it is your turn. Alvia is just to your left. You almost lost every bit of your life that existed. Uh, what's next? Hey, Alvia, um, you're gonna you're gonna want to step like to the side, or I guess I could step to the right of you. Regardless, don't be in front of me here any second now. There were some glad there were some here. giants coming this way. I'm sure they're getting closer. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and cast Wall of Sound down this alley. I know they're coming, so might as well as go ahead and get it up. You know, I, I'm hoping that this will keep them at bay. We'll see. So you're casting Wall of Sound directly in yes, front of you? Yes, and I am you? casting it as far as it will go. It's 240 feet total for me. So it basically, it'll hit that wall. It doesn't say anything about it continuing to like refract down a hallway or anything. So I think it would just be that this hallway, basically. Um, if there is any creature that is within 10 feet of the triggering object or creature, which would be me, uh, it actually, they take uh, 2d6 points of sonic damage. I know. Sorry, 2d4 points of sonic damage. Um, any creature that is touching or passing through the wall deals 2d6 points of sonic damage plus my uh, plus one point of sonic damage per caster level. So it should be hitting, you know, it, I mean, I know this. It's hitting at least two of them right now. Uh, and as long as they stay within this, because it takes up the entirety of this hallway, as long as they stay within this hallway and they're in that wall of sound, they'll continue to take damage. Okay, so I drew that incorrectly. You are drawing it such that it emanates from you, starts mm -hmm. at your hand? Starts at my mouth. <laughs> and you just want it to go straight this way like this? Yep. Perfect. So it's just it's going to stay right in there. I'm trying to keep behind us, like, taken care of, basically. Okay, so a wall of sound, he's using it more as a ray attack or a line attack, goes straight down this hallway at the golem and the giants coming mm -hmm. at you. The wall specifically, or it specifically says, the wall deflects arrows, bolts, loose debris, and small or smaller flying creatures like a wind wall spell, except these things rebound harmlessly rather than being directed upward. Uh, the noise still damage basically after that, so... How much damage do these guys have to take, or does it only happen on their uh, it, turn? It happens when they're in the wall, is the way I'm reading it. So it says, touching or passing through the wall deals 2d6 points of sonic damage plus one point of sonic damage per caster level. If you evoke the wall so that it appears where creatures are, each creature takes damage as if passing through the wall. A silent spell suppresses the go. wall within its area, but the wall reappears when the silence ends. So the way I'm understanding this is they'll take the damage on my turn, and then on their turn, if they're still in it, they take the damage. Yeah. Basically, take as long right as they're now, in this so wall roll. while it's active, and there is a concentration check that I have to keep up during my turn, it seems like, because it does say okay. uh, concentration plus one round per level. So, Okay. Then, um, and no saving throw, right? None that I can see here. Excellent. Then rolls. If they have damage. spell resistance, then that comes into play. But yeah, I don't see anything as far as a saving check. There it goes. 17 points of damage for the first golem and 16 points for the second one. Unless you want to take that roll for both, I guess. Okay. 
And this is subject to spell resistance. Yes, right? um, it does say verse SR plus 12, so spell resistance, yes. Saving throw, none. So you can't actually see what is happening when you cast this spell. You just let loose this scream that turns into a wall that is supposed to damage everything as it passes through it. And some of them do take damage, but you're not sure which ones. And then it is going to be the end of Droth's turn. Anything else? I believe that's all he can do. He took a five-foot step. Uh, he's continuing to inspire courage, and he started up the spell, so... All right. Um, the creature that Poe is on the back of and trying to attack but failed miserably is going to attempt to attack Poe. However, what he has to do first is make sure he can even perceive him. That is a great role. Poe, you're invisible, so that... Give me your stealth. Well, you're not really stealthing, so in order to detect where you are is mm-hmm. a specific DC with invisibility. That is more than enough to pass it, especially with his abilities. No. So now he's going to attack you, Poe. I hate uh, What this. is your flat-footed uh, DC? AC. Sorry. What did you roll? <laughs> uh, 29. Oh, fuck. Well, you got it. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Fucking matter so now there's exactly. still a 50% chance that he is going to miss. So if, if this is 51 or above, he will actually att- contact Poe. And that is a 78. Fuck. That is going to be Poe. No. Eight points of damage. Not, oh, okay, that's fine. Take it. And now that he's and already detected Ten points you, of constitution damage. <laughs> These creatures are so cool. They've got so many abilities. I can't really remember what it is they have. Uh-oh. Oh, that's Vital Strike. Of course he's using Vital Strike. No, he's going to do multiple, multiple attacks. Already decided. Um, so here comes a claw. He's like slapping his back. Like, uh, you do when you have a spider crawling up your spine. Gross. Gross. That's, uh, will a 31 hit. What the fuck do you think? It was 29 (laughs) last time. Uh, 42. He misses another claw. Oh, that's a 19 on the dice. Uh, let's see if he hits. That is an 85, so that will connect. And that is going to be this many points of damage. Come on, Dice, where you at? There you are. 11 points of damage, Poe. So that Hound of $10 is just like snapping over his shoulder and slapping his back with his claws, (laughs) and he makes connections twice with Poe. (laughs) Well, you hear... Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Hitting me. Shit. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting <laughs> Why yourself? You hitting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alvia casts a spell on herself. <laughs> 11 points of healing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh,. And that will bring us back to Poe. Flat-footed. What are you going to do? Cry? I mean, you can still act normally. You just uh, twisted your ankle. Yeah, it sucks. Um, All right, so he's still just hanging out on the... Is he on the back of this thing? 
with his twisted ankle, just just mm-hmm. getting tossed around like a like a like you're riding the bull, right? The mechanical bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. It had a weird hump. Okay, Poe is going to make a break for it, and he's just going to dive off. He's going to try to escape the back of this, this <laughs> thing. Bold move. You can do that. You're invisible. No attack of opportunity here. He's going to go the other way. Into the pit? No, he's not going into the pit. I forgot about the pit. <laughs> You're correct. The big pink square. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no. Uh, no, he's going to go right there. Okay. And then he's going to take... He's just going to take a five-foot step to the east and hold his breath. Yeah, uh, tiny creatures don't really do five-foot steps. What do they do, then? They move. You're good. Fine, he moved. All right, you dive off of the creature. You move 10 feet away from it. You are still invisible in the middle of this solid fog. Oh, Poe. Oh, Poe. Anything else? Uh, He'll pray to whatever god he worships. All right, that will bring us back to Valentre. A shining child on the inside of a wall of force. You got yourself a nice big uh, elemental there that you're fighting with. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you don't need to draw it out because this round I'm immediately dismissing it and then summoning my idol on. All right. So that shining child on the inside bounces around but can't really do any damage. What do you do now? So I summon my idol on, and once the idol on's up, I begin taunting the shining child inside of the wall of force <laughs> okay uh and it let's see i'm actually going to need you to make me a save because i don't think that is going to block this ability supernatural abilities is uh, wall of force stop that uh only sight well uh specifically says breath weapons and spells cannot pass through a wall of force in either direction but dimension door and teleport and similar effects can bypass those are all conjurations. So if they're conjuration, sure. What we said on the summon monster. It blocks ethereal creatures as well as material ones. But ethereal can <laughs> circumvent it. Gaze attacks can, Gaze operate, attacks can through operate through it. That's the one I'm looking for. Yep. It is a blinding light uh, that radiates at a 60 foot radius. So I need you to give me a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, 16 plus 8, that is what, 24? Yeah, 24. I had to do the math in my head. I'm giving you a chance. I haven't told you the result yet. No, it's 16 plus 8, it's 24. That's, you fail. that's it. You are permanently blinded. You cannot see. What? Oh. Valentre, by himself in the library with a candlestick blind and that's where we'll pick up from next week it's like the twilight episode <laughs> i finally have time <laughs> to read <gasps> is my eidolon blind you. or am i blind what does he say something about there was um, time now <laughs> there was time. isn't that what it was yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah there was time now
Ox and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there's a link in the episode description, so go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun, so come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo.